Yes, yes, yes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Styles Files. I am your host, Alan Styles, and thank you for joining. It's been a while. Um, you know, I've been busy. I've been really busy uh, with my real job that pays the bills. Yes, unfortunately, uh, I don't make millions off this podcast or anything quite yet, but that's what we're working towards. But um, I've been busy doing that. Uh, I just moved to a different part of Oakland, still around, you know, the lake, but uh, a little bit a little bit nicer, if I'm being completely honest. So we'll talk a little bit about uh, all of my adventures doing that. Uh, we'll get into the Raiders and how awful I think they're actually going to be this year. And I'm a Raider fan, so, uh, you know, I don't get pleasure in saying that. Um, we'll also talk about you know, some of the ins and outs of Serena's meltdown and kind of the aftermath of how that's gone. You know, it's been really interesting to see how things have progressed uh, and and kind of speculate on would things be different if, you know, it was a different situation or a different player. So I think that's all real interesting. And we're going to talk about uh, everyone's favorite rap beef, Cardi B versus Nicki Minaj. You know, at first... Cardi B was winning by far, um, you know, just as far as popularity and how people kind of viewed Nikki. But now it kind of seems like Nikki might be making a turn and, you know, kind of turning uh, the world uh, as far as the hip hop world is concerned, uh, turn them around. And, you know, you know how I do. You know, we'll talk about other things as we go along. Whatever kind of comes uh, to my mind, I might just blurt out. Um, but I want to thank everybody. I want to thank Shia again for stopping by a couple weeks ago. And I'll, also, I apologize for not posting anything last week. Like I said, I've been busy. You know, I've been busy. But, uh, you know, that was a really good show, I think. And we still have, uh, you know, some more things to kind of talk about there. So he'll definitely be back. Um, so thank you for all the positive feedback. It's been really cool, really cool to hear. So, yeah, let's let's get into, you know, let's get into moving. And obviously, nobody likes moving, right? Like, you like the idea of moving. I, you know, you don't actually like moving when it's time to actually go down. Like, nothing makes your, you know, apartment that you're currently in or house that you're currently in look better than when it's time to move. You know, uh, you wake up on whatever day it is when it's planned and you're just like, yeah not that bad you know maybe we just stay another just stay another uh year you know what i mean and and that's literally how we ended up saying after the first lease so you know i had those ideas but let's just say my ideas didn't uh, come to fruition um and it's crazy man because on top of having to deal with all that drama uh you know the landlords haven't been the easiest to work with. And when I say that, I mean, they've been pretty difficult to work with, <laughs> um, you know, and look, I get it. I get it. You know, you own um, the building, you own our souls. That's how you feel. Um, so we're really at your, at, you know, at your mercy. So essentially what happened was we found a really uh, good spot uh, in Oakland, in the new part of Oakland, uh, sorry, the, uh, new to us. And basically, we still are on the hook for October's rent. 
So you know how that goes. Everybody's kind of been through that, you know, from time to time because it's tough. You know, it's too early to look for a spot and then it's too late. There's no perfect time. There's just no middle ground there. So when we saw this opportunity, we felt like we had to take it. You know, we felt like we had to take it and we just thought that, hey, our spot where we currently are, uh, you know, we grew out of it, but it's really close to, you know, BART. That's, again, the the train that we take. You know, I think if we talk to our landlords, um, you know, they'll work with us to make it happen. Not so much, you know, that I mean, basically, you know, it's a relationship dynamic where the wife or girlfriend handles all the paperwork and the husband or you know, boyfriend or partner, his family actually owns uh, the apartment. So we're talking with her and she's telling us one thing and we're emailing with him and she's telling us another thing that we're pretty sure is just him emailing with his or with her email address. So it's it, it was a very interesting dynamic, you know. So we go to them and we're like, hey, here's the situation. We're done in October. We understand that. But we have, uh, you know, just a really good place that we can't pass up. You know, we can't pass up. So um, we're going to be out of there as soon as we can in September. And, you know, uh, hopefully you can find somebody. We're basically letting you know we're not going to be there. So it would be really cool of you if you started showing it early. And if you found someone for a new lease, we'd be off the hook for October. So at first, um, the wife uh, tells us, you know, we definitely, you know, definitely don't want you to have to pay double rent. You know, uh, we already had to do that in September. We we definitely don't want you to have to pay double rent. We're going to get this on the market. Don't you worry about a thing. We're like, yes, you know, you get it. You really, really get it, you know. Um, And we're like, hey, you know, we really don't want to give back the keys because, well, A, I just paid. You know what I mean? Like, this is at the beginning of September. And, you know, I'm like, look, I just paid. So even though you're showing this place, I'm not going to give up my keys just based on principle. You know, like, why would I? And also, you know, if I give up the keys, who's to say you actually show the place? You know, you could just sit on it. I mean, we do owe you. Um, So that's what we said. She said, yeah, yeah, keep the keys, keep the keys. We're like, okay. We get the email. Uh, after we move out, and it's something to the effect of, we can't even show the place until you return the keys. We all know you're lying, right? Like, like you know that we know you're full of it, right? Like, I mean, at least just be honest, you know, and just say, hey, we're just going to throw that out there. And if they take it, you know, great. If not, we'll just continue what we're doing. Because it was so ridiculous. Like, everybody knows that that's not true. You know, they're, they're saying that they couldn't even show the place until we return the keys. And again, like I said before, why would I return the keys and give up, you know, any power we have? And I just paid. And if you can't find someone, so we're not going to have the keys for all of October? That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. So I craft a, you know, a stern, um, a stern email that basically you know told them you're full of it like and we know that just 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 know that we know that and you know they took about a day or two to respond and it was something to the effect of okay fine 
you caught us because it was just fine. You know, you can hold on to the keys and we'll start showing the place. And it's just like, that's what I don't get about people. Like, why do you try to get over on us? Right. Half of the half of the building is rent controlled, paying a quarter of what everybody else in there is paying. And you still are trying to get over on people. Like, why are people so greedy? You know, like I like to say that I don't know how it feels to be in certain situations. Right. But I just don't think. If I had like a property or something like that, I would just milk every dime. And maybe it's because, hey, like I just said, a couple tenants that we have, you know, they're not paying the full thing. So, you know, we got to make the most out of the people that are, you know, and, and I guess I get it. But, you know, being on this side, it's just like, really, really? So we're still in the process of all that. Um, I will let everybody know how that uh how that progresses you know i mean they got a long time to find someone um so i really hope they are able to do so and no double rent will be paid because i'm going to vegas at the end of the month life is beautiful like i said hashtag life hashtag is hashtag beautiful the best music festival that nobody really knows about at least not my friends because they never go with me besides one and my girlfriend so I need a little bit of money and Vegas owes me some money. So hopefully I won't lose too much because last year I lost way too much. But, you know, I hope this goes all right. And I hope they don't try to mess around on some, you know, oh, there's a scratch on the wall. None of that, because I'm not playing, man. Like, I'm not playing. I got friends that, you know, they might not be lawyers, but they know some aspects of the law and we can, they can connect us to some lawyers. OK, don't worry about who I know. OK, so that, that's that's kind of how everything's been progressing. And, you know, it, but now that we're in the new spot, what's really funny to me is that it's a lot different. Right. So, first of all, we're down the street from a Whole Foods and I could probably count on one hand uh, with less than five fingers the number of times I've been to Whole Foods prior to moving. So that whole thing. Uh, has been really cool and interesting. I mean, what type of grocery store has a brewery bar, meaning, you know, they have beer on tap, but no hard alcohol, but it's still a bar in the grocery store. Like, you don't have to go anywhere else. You literally have everything you need. You have a grocery store. They make burritos. They make sandwiches. They make pizza fresh out the oven. They got those, you know, half uh the frozen meals that are actually meals that you can heat up and they got a bunch of different cultural foods i walked in there and they had freaking ethiopian food that you could just heat up in the microwave like who has that who like who has that like i don't have to go anywhere else then i go visit my family over the weekend for my mom's birthday shout out happy belated mom um and we go to safeway and i'm like i'm looking at it like what is this i'm just disgusted i'm like where you know what i mean like where's the valet you know like it's, it's funny how quick like you switch up on people right like we leveled up it hasn't even we haven't even been there a month i'm just like what is this safe way you know what i mean what, what do you mean what, what do you mean for four for five dollars what is that what is this what is this generic brand stuff but it is funny i can't even lie um the first time, uh, or one of the first times we went to Whole Foods, 
we were checking out and the guy is like, oh, do you have a membership or whatever the case may be? And we're like, no, we don't. Um, and then because where we were before, that was like it was like old Chinatown, like kind of in the hood. So our grocery stores, uh, you had to drive for one that was normal. Um, and so he's asking us, he's like, uh, yeah, do you have a membership? We're like, no, no. Then he's like, oh, do you have Amazon Prime? Because if you have a Prime, you can get this membership, like, da 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 you know? And the lines are always long, so I'm like, no, you know what I mean? Like, we're in 15 items or less, dude, like, and we just got some, some ciders, you know? And uh, he's like, oh, okay. And you can tell, like, on his face, like, he was like, well, like, you know, they don't have, uh, a, a, you know, either one. And I just looked at him and I said, look, man, they don't ask us these questions at Smart and Vinyl. <laughs> they definitely do not. And also... I don't even know if Smart and Final is a national chain, but for those who don't know, it's filled with a bunch of people that are still counting coupons, even though Smart and Final is already discounted, which I'm not hating. I'm just saying they're not connected to Amazon Prime. Let's just say that. But, uh, you know, that's what's going on with me lately, man. For everybody that was curious um, about the co-ed basketball league, yeah, we lost. We lost in the semifinals, you know what I mean? Or, sorry, we won the semifinals and we lost in the finals to that team with the guy uh, that definitely played collegiate basketball. And here's the kicker. He wasn't there. He wasn't there, and we still lost by double digits, man. It was it was a little embarrassing. And for me, who takes everything way too seriously, you know, we went out for beers after. And I, I, was, I, I sat there with some of the guys on the team – really just digging into what went wrong while my girlfriend just really was hoping it would end very soon. You know what I mean? And to be fair, she played better than I did, so she had way less regrets than I did. Um, but we're, you know, these the, the good thing about these corporate leagues is they don't give you much time to uh, lick the wounds. You got to get back on the horse. So we're already uh, in another league, which only has four teams, and we won the first game by 30 or 40. So we're hoping that we may have caught, uh, you know, a, a lesser division. And even though we got second, we can finally win a championship because we I don't have a corporate league championship. I got some rec league ones, but I'd really like a corporate one because it just always tastes that much better. Um, but speaking of sporting events, uh, not sure if you guys heard, but the NFL is back. <sighs> have the half the crowd you know, cheering, the other crowd booing, and all doing it for different reasons. I mean, that's what's the most uh, entertaining thing about the NFL right now. Um, but, you know, it, it pains me to say, man, that I am a Raider fan. And, you know, I, I, I well, first of all, um, it's an interesting time for me because um, with everything that went down, and not like I said, I try not to get super into politics on this, but with everything that went down with, uh, Kaepernick or is still going down currently and um, what's going on with the Raiders obviously they're leaving for Vegas uh, and I live in Oakland right now it's been a tough time for me for the NFL you know like I haven't been able been able to stop cold turkey and just you know say I'm not going to uh, watch it anymore you know I, I never said that because I didn't want to seem like a hypocrite but I just tell people that it's been tough and it makes it a lot tougher when you know your team's not going to be that good you know what I mean? Like, not going to lie. If I was a Patriots fan, might be a little different. You know what I mean? If if I was a Rams fan, might be a little different. But I'm looking at this Raiders lineup, and I just not really understanding. Well, first of all, 
you know, the Raiders have kind of taken a, a, an act out of the Giants playbook by signing Jordy Nelson or what's left of Jordy Nelson. I mean, I know he's not super old, but I mean, you know, that's that's our number two. I mean, I don't really understand why you get rid of Crabtree for Jordy Nelson at this moment. Uh, I don't know. And then you look at our number one ride receiver, Amari Cooper. I don't know who told Amari Cooper to drink a bunch of muscle milk before last season. I was hoping that uh, he would stop and get on like a paleo diet or something, but it doesn't seem like he decided to do that because this dude is out here looking like uh, a, a tight end slash fullback, and I'm not really sure why. Uh, I think he goes, what, like 6'2", maybe, uh, maybe 6'3". Um, not electric speed uh, and suspect hands. You know, uh, I think he had hands in, you know, at Alabama and, you know, when he first got in the league, but, you know, he's had a lot of drop problems. So you put all those things, those things together, it doesn't sound like I'm describing a number one wide receiver and he's not playing like it. You know what I mean? He's not playing like it. And so I don't know if he can't get open. You you already know how I feel about Derek Carr. The guy is overrated. He, you know, he's always saying something stupid, but even just on uh, the football field, I just think he's overrated. I mean, I, I didn't listen to the press conference, but he threw, what, three picks, and he probably uh, blamed them all on somebody else because that's what he does, and that's what you want out of your quarterback. You want a real guy who's going to you know, pass the buck because uh, that's what Derek does. So I, w- I wasn't really surprised with Derek's play and how poor it was. I, I just don't understand. you know. And, hey, 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 hey. The Rams are good. The Rams are really good. Okay, I know that. The Rams are good. Um. There are a lot of people's Super Bowl pick. Okay, I get that. But I'm just not seeing they what we I think we have Marshawn and two like five eight running backs, which is like not a great look, right? I mean, I don't know. Oh yeah, no, uh they got Doug Martin, I think, from uh who was on the Buccaneers. So I guess, yeah, that helps. But you know, what are we doing? What are we doing? Um, so it's gonna be interesting to see. What happens as far as that's concerned, you know, um, who knows. But uh, what I do know is that Serena is one of those people like we talked about, uh, Tiger Woods, and how he can get people to watch things he doesn't, that they don't normally watch. And that is how Serena is for me Um, in tennis. You know, I don't really watch tennis, but, you know, when Serena's playing, uh, in a major, sorry, I'm not watching uh, the AT&T, um, you know, afternoon open. But when she is, you know, playing in, you know, uh, Wimbledon or the U.S. Open or something, I'll tune in. So and I also need to stop because the last two times I've watched, she's caught an L. Uh, so I might have to fall back on the next one because I really wanted to break that record. But just so everybody knows. Before, whether regardless of, you know, the drama and how you feel everything unfolded. Let's not get it twisted. She was getting hit before all the drama. Like, um, Osaka was giving her that work. I mean, Serena looked burnt out. And I feel like she looked the same um, at Wimbledon. She just looks like by the time, you know, she looks like by the time she gets to the finals, she's tired. You know what I mean? And obviously, she's still trying to get back in shape and get back to where you know, she was, but that's what I saw. I saw somebody that was just burnt out playing someone that 
And then, you know, it was just so hard watching because then the announcer starts saying they were that she reminds uh she reminds them of a younger Serena and it's just like, Don't say it, don't say it yet. That means she's on the way out, you know, and obviously she's older and has been around forever, but I, I don't think you know, like we don't know. You know, there's there's so long to go, you know, uh, in her career. But tennis is interesting. So let's now get to the meltdown because tennis is interesting because it's one of those things, like I said, put it in any basically any non-major sport. So tennis, golf, the World Cup, all that good stuff. Tennis is one of those things, you know, one of those sports where something like this happens and now everyone is a tennis aficionado, even though probably 60% of them didn't actually watch the match. Uh, what's left? 30% of them uh, have never watched tennis before, and 10% of them uh, just wanted to hate on Serena. So that's always interesting to me because, you know, I, I just can't help it. You know, I'll get, I'll go home, get a buzz on, and I will hop on Twitter comments and see what people have to say about what happened uh, in the match. And yeah, I mean, look, the way I saw it, she was, I mean, like I said, I don't watch a lot of tennis. So the way I saw it, she was really upset and she did keep going at the ref. If somebody is going to tell me that, you know, guys do the same thing, I will definitely believe it. You know what I mean? I will definitely, definitely believe it. Uh, but like I said, from what I saw, I don't know what the threshold is. So I'm watching it, you know, being honest with myself. But when the announcers are saying this, you know, I don't think that deserved a game penalty, all that. That's all I needed to know. That's all I needed to know. So that is what proves to me back to that 60 percent of people, uh, you know, that didn't watch the match. That's how I know you didn't watch because they're like, no, no, you know, this, that and the third. She shouldn't have done this when it's like, look, the announcers even said, you know, they the announcers even said that, uh, you know, the penalty she received was a little much. So that's all I needed to know. Um, but then we, you know, we get to the point where now it's coming out that the referees are we're thinking about boycotting her matches. You want to boycott Serena Williams matches? Boy, do you know who pays your check? Do you? Do you know? Like, that's the most ridiculous thing I've heard. I actually, when everything was going down, at one point Serena said, why do I always have problems here? So I all, I actually thought if she really feels that way, sure, you know, every, every match is important, especially for someone like at the stage in her career. But it's like, why don't, I was saying, why doesn't Serena boycott and just not play and watch all the, it's like, you, you, you want to boycott Serena's match? You, you don't like all them zeros on your paycheck, huh? Because if she boycotted right now, if she retired right now, your ch paycheck would look a little bit different, sir. But go ahead, all y'all, boycott. Boycott and see what happens. Someone's going to get that check. Then you want to come back after she's gone. You ain't going to be driving that same car you're driving. You, you're going to be as smart and final where, where I was. You know what I mean? Like They ain't going to be asking you. For Amazon Prime membership, you start you, you want to get rid of Serena. Like it's ridiculous. And that's my problem. Like everything at the beginning, you know, um, if you want to say, look, personally, I didn't think it had anything to do with gender or race. She was going too hard. And look, 
you know, refs are human humans too. We can't um, compare everything at that base uh, and just say, look, maybe she deserved it, maybe she didn't at that time. You know, she put herself in that position, blah, 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 blah. I really couldn't argue you. But now you start using these this crazy language. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen people say that she should be banned. Banned. It's like, banned from what? She was the only reason you're watching. She's the only reason you're even paying attention. Ban her from what? Huh? It's crazy. And I hate to say it. Would they be begging for her to be banned if she was white? I'd like to think not, but I don't know. I don't know. And I don't think so. I don't. I got to be honest with you. I just don't. Then we have the whole thing. I don't know if you guys saw. uh, Basically, the cartoon that the Australian uh, paper put out that picture that depicted Serena I mean now Serena's not skinny but they definitely made her look a little large um her hair was super bushy uh and you know of course like the lips were just a little bit bigger it it, it looked bad it looked like you know some of those cartoons that we've seen back in the day some people would argue caricature but hey doing a caricature of a black person is just different than doing a caricature of um, a white person. That's just that's just fact. You know what I mean? There's just historical um, things that aren't affected. Um, you know when when it's it happens to somebody that's white. You know, so that's just that's just fact to me. Um, and, and they doubled down on it. They said there was nothing you know nothing racist about the cartoon. And on top of that, they had Osaka like blonde, like white and blonde. Like in the corner, like super skinny, white and blonde. And she's like saying to the ref, can you just let her win? So there was layers and layers. And I'm like, look, I don't know much about, um, you know, I I do know Australia has had some racial issues, you know, as far as Aborigines. I learned a lot about that, you know, back in the day when they had the Olympics and things like that. But I I don't really know what what really went, you know, you know, that the full uh past of all that but what i do know is you know you better check uh those outback steakhouse uh joints because they might be a little empty lately you know it's it's a bad look like americans think of everything in a vacuum so if anybody should be pissed off it's probably uh the ceo of outback he's like dude you got me messed up like what are you doing you know what i mean like keep us out of it like i'm not trying i'm not trying to lose out on my money you know what i mean and obviously i'm kidding but you know these things come out and you just gotta wonder because like we said most people don't have a lot of interaction you don't really hear about australia so you know and if you haven't been there it's just like whoa you know what i mean this is coming real hot and they're doubling down so it was definitely crazy it was definitely crazy um but serena is not the only woman in the past week that had somewhat of a meltdown uh i'm talking about cardi b and cardi b uh, she she she's been winning you know what i mean you couldn't go to a music festival or a club or a party um anywhere within the last year and you still can't without hearing a cardi b song so first uh you know so she a lot of people thought that she had taken Nicki minaj's spot i didn't necessarily think that i just thought that you know timing is everything now you know 
um, Nikki's making a comeback, and they got they they had words at uh, some fashion event or some type of event last week, and Cardi tried to throw her shoe at Nikki, and it all went down on video, and it was pretty crazy. I cannot lie, it was pretty crazy. Um, and Cardi walked out with a big old well. I don't know who hit her. It must have been one of the security guards or something, because Nikki didn't swing. You know what I mean? And that then Nikki hops on her uh you know podcast or i think it's called queen radio and she just starts going in on cardi like saying a bunch of stuff that you know i wouldn't say on you know my podcast i try to keep it pretty chill but um she's saying a bunch of stuff and she you know she's just ripping and she even goes as far as you know say that cardi b doesn't write her own that cardi b doesn't write her own lyrics that's why she can't write a diss track about her and you know what i mean which is funny it is funny, but at the same time, it's like you don't think she would just pay a ghostwriter to write it if she really wanted to get at you. But besides the point, um, and, you know, and she's talking about how people just kind of feel sorry for her. So a lot of one thing a lot of people don't know is that Cardi B is from Love and Hip Hop. Uh, and basically, you know, she was trying to make her she was trying to make her way that, you know, through that show as well. So, you know, she, that's kind of how she built her following and, you know, the joke with Love & Hip Hop is that, you know, not a lot of artists are actually big that are currently on the show. So, um, you know, Nikki kind of roasted her in that regard. It was just crazy, man. So I'm interested to see how it all plays out because people were starting to feel Nikki. And that also shows how fickle people are. Because a week ago when Nikki was complaining about Travis Scott and uh, his baby and his baby mama, people wanted Nikki's head and said that, you know, she was just a walking you know, L as in walking loss. You know what I mean? So interested to see how all that plays out. And, you know, the last thing I'm going to leave you with is this. And it's pretty funny because this is fresh. This is fresh off like just happening uh, this morning. I did a morning workout. And it's funny because, uh, you know, the morning workouts or uh, sorry, when I play basketball in the morning versus the evening are completely different, completely different. And, I started thinking about why shoe companies make shoes certain prices. And, you know, you look at them and you're like, dang, you know, that's really expensive. But then I think, you know, not that I care that much, but when you see like the old guy at the gym wearing a certain pair of shoes, it kind of makes you want to not purchase those shoes and I'm just wondering like you know do shoe companies think about that you know what I mean it is like you know I you know, I, I don't think most guys over 45 or 50 are crossing that really high price point to get some shoes for like a run at the Y whereas you know young guys still will because they're probably in leagues they're probably playing multiple places so does that go into it at all because I'm thinking I, you know there are a pair of shoes uh, the PG2s, Paul George's second signature shoe. And I, I, they're not super cheap, but I, you know, I have the Paul George ones and I don't care because, like I said, once you buy an older model, you know, I expect some older guys to be wearing it. But I see, I'm like, dang, you know, these are comfortable. I might get the PG2s. And then I see um, the guy that nobody wants on their team wearing the pg2s and i no longer want the pg2s you know what i mean so it, it's so interesting to me 
Um, and that's just a thought that I randomly had walking to work, you know, from the gym. And I'm just like, dang, man, I w- is that why? You know what I mean? Can't there, can we do like age limits? Like I would adhere to it. Like after I'm 50, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't buy no Kobe's. You know what I mean? Like, you know, just, let's just keep everything separate. Right. Like that would be really uh, funny to me. Um, but you know, you can't control what people wear and you know what they don't wear obviously i'm just joking but man is it funny when you know they're just rocking it and that's when i knew i need a new pair i saw somebody in the curry threes or fours whichever i had i'm like i need some new kicks man (laughs) like i don't care like any of you and if i am gonna get an old pair i'm gonna get like a color scheme i haven't seen anybody else wear and that's what i got now you know um so so that's all good stuff uh lastly in closing you know obviously in uh the baseball world MLB is nearing the postseason don't really got anything different so far as far as my picks you know uh, the A's still have a shot like I said before if they you know if they um win the division I think that they could go all the way but I don't think that they're going to win the division so that will all be interesting and I also think that, um, like I said, the Cubs are doing well, like I predicted. Uh, so I think they still got uh, a shot. But um, thanks for everybody for hanging out and listening to your boy. Like I said, sorry I've been away uh, back for the first time. Like one of Ludacris's great albums was once named. And until next time, the Styles Files, uh, be safe, be well, be wise. Peace.